Hello, and welcome to another episode of Prodigy Search Presents. I'm Mark Rush, Jr., partner at Prodigy Search. Today, we're going to talk about cover letters. Obviously, as a detour from our normal interview series, we'd like to continue the conversation beyond just resumes and onto everybody's favorite topic, cover letters, which are uh, one of the most exciting and fun things to not only write, but also read, uh, as I'm sure you have experienced both as a job seeker and somebody that has been involved in hiring. One of the things that... Uh, when I advise people on cover letters, I think the most important thing is they're not always required. Sometimes they are, sometimes they aren't. But when you do write them, this is your chance to really showcase your writing skills. Most importantly, what we don't want to do on a cover letter is regurgitate everything on your resume or your CV, right? We want to make this to be a separate document altogether. So let's go over a few overview and best practice ideas, things to keep in mind when you write uh, your cover letter or are editing one that you've been using for a while with either little to, to no results or you think it needs to be spruced up uh, moving forward as a job seeker. So short and sweet, the length is, is critical. We talked about length with resumes and there are different rules with that, but I think most people will agree when it comes to writing and even reading cover letters, roughly two thirds to three quarters of a page. Um, and obviously keep in mind that the top section of cover letter is usually just like a letter. So the addressee, uh, their information on the top, your uh, information as the, um, in terms of your address and contact information should be up top as well. And the bottom part of that uh, cover letter being your signature. So the middle part of that two thirds of a page actually is probably a good length. Too long, people won't read it. Um, one of the biggest pet peeves I have with cover letters is people don't address it to a person, right? We have to move away from the days of to whom may concern or sir, madam, or any of that stuff. At the end of the day, it's, it's you know, we're in the age where you can find anybody's name and contact information on their website, LinkedIn, anywhere on Google. It's being lazy, addressing any cover letter to anybody, anything other than an actual person. If you don't know who the hiring manager is, address it to a human being in HR. If you don't know who the HR is, address it to one of the senior leaders because every organization has who their leadership team is show that you've done even a little bit and even an ounce of research and put an actual person's name and addressing that. One of the biggest things I, I dislike when I read cover letters, everybody starts it off, a majority, not everybody, majority of people start off with the, the same basic first sentence. And, and what that is, is I'm writing to apply for an insert title here that I found on this website or I found on this job board, started off with something different. That first sentence that everybody does what's going to separate you is doing something different, right? You can't just say I'm, I'm applying for this title that I found on this site, or, you know, people used to say in the classified section of a newspaper, but we have to move away from, you know, something that is just boring, standard, everybody does it. Let's be creative. Let's think differently when we open up a, a cover letter. And then the, one of the biggest things is, um, and I'll move on to some of the content in a second, but the most important best practice I would have actually about a, about a cover letter is, um, is that it cost, it's customized every time you use it, right? A resume can, in a CV, frankly, can, can be very um, standard. You don't necessarily need to create multiple versions of it. A cover letter needs to be unique for every single job you apply to. You should not use the same cover letter. Maybe some of the, the skeleton, some of the bones of it can be uh, similar in nature, but by and large, it needs to be um, quite unique and very custom to the both the employer uh, and the job you're applying for. Um, let's talk about content for a second. So content's pretty standard about what should be in. What, what's the, I used that word meat earlier. What's the body of the cover letter? Let's talk about four basic things. This is, this is not brain surgery. Who you are, why you're writing, what your background skills are without regurgitating your resume, and then most importantly, how you are fit. 
So make a connection between you and the job and you and the company, right? Those are two different things. But we need to cover, you know, again, those four basic things in terms of content. Just to re reiterate who you are, why you're writing, what your background skills are without regurgitating your resume, and then finally, how you're a fit, making a connection between yourself and the company and yourself and the job. So I want to wrap it up by talking about a few things in particular. When a cover letter is needed and when it is not needed, because I think people assume it is always needed, or frankly, maybe in today's day and age, 2020, 2021, maybe people assume the cover letter uh, is not needed. So let's talk about a few different things first and foremost. When a cover letter is needed, online applications, when you're mailing, because people apparently still mail applications and resumes, um, when you're posting, a job posting requires a cover letter, submit it. When a job posting suggests a cover letter, still submit it. Um, if you're contacting just blindly human resources or recruiter out of the blue, not for a specific job or, or for a specific role um, that you've seen posted, include the cover letter, specify that, right? Especially if you don't have an objective uh, or summary in your resume, this is your chance to basically have an expanded objective uh, statement and that would be on your cover letter. A few other things, um, when you do need it, I would say when you have unique interests or skills that are not apparent in your resume or they're different, right? So here's what I mean by that. So a cover letter is useful, not only to showcase your writing skills, but to showcase things that are not listed on your resume or things that you maybe are different than what your resume is indicating you wanna pursue and what you really wanna pursue. So if I have a background in recruiting and talent acquisition, but my cover letter shows that I wanna get into a job in doing career counseling and career advisement for a college or a university, cover letter tells a different story than what my resume is and has the, a different set of skills, again, which are very transferable, but the cover letter can be used in a situation where it tells a different story than the resume, at least on the surface. And then a few things, um, just to wrap it up, when a cover letter is not needed. If you're sending your resume, uh, again, whether it be in this situation, in terms of a current labor market, a recession, whatever it might be, a cover letter is not needed when you're sending your resume to a family or friend. I, I, I think about this in my own experience. When people send me their information, their family, their friend, they're not an industry colleague, they're not a job seeker that I don't really know a great background on, but if I have a cousin, if I have a brother, anybody that's sending me a, a resume, I don't need a cover letter. I can tell their story to whomever I'm getting um, their, their resume to. I can email that, call on their behalf, and I'm gonna give a verbal or written version of, uh, and a succinct version of, of their cover letter in my own words when I'm making that recommendation or making an introduction. I don't need a cover letter in that situation. When you're contacting an executive recruiter, whether that be somebody at Prodigy or another search firm, by and large, I would say, use the resume to, to, to be the, the conduit to making an introduction. Use the body of an email or body of a LinkedIn message to use, you know kind of be a condensed version of your cover letter. See if you can get on the phone with the executive recruiter, right? Executive recruiters, you know, I, I think to a certain extent, would rather have that 10 or 15 minute phone call to really learn a majority of what you would normally tell them in the cover letter anyway, because you're not going to be writing cover letter to a recruiter um, anyway for a specific job. If you're applying to to a job on Prodigy's job board and you're you're submitting your resume, we know it's for that job. We know that you believe there's a fit between you and that position. And more than likely, we're looking through dozens, if not hundreds of resumes. I prefer not to look at the cover letter. Again, that's an executive recruiter example. I'm not saying that applies to every recruiter, but executive recruiters might not need it. Um, and then here's kind of the final nugget I would say. Cover letters might not be needed in this one instance when they're not asked for. When a cover letter, when, it, when a job posting says, we don't want your cover letter, you're not required to do it. Not only you're not required, we don't want it. 
Um, we don't have the time to review them. Don't submit them. It's actually just as bad as saying no phone calls, right? Which means don't call that company. If a company is posting a job to a job board and they say, don't submit a cover letter, frankly, that's a test. Whether you believe it or not, not only is it saving them time and energy, but it's really a test to say, is John or Jane Doe actually paying attention? Can they follow directions? So um, again, those are a few different tips and tricks on cover letters. I'll just to reiterate a few things from the beginning, short and sweet, two thirds of a page, always address it to a person. And again, make sure we're covering some basics without repeating everything in your resume, who you are, why you're writing and why you're a fit. So um, just again, a brief overview on cover letters. Good luck writing one of the most uh, favorite documents I think every reader and writer of cover letters uh, has to uh, develop.